0: And sometimes I'm dining a la carte. No matter how I'm dining, it promises to be delicious. Let's dig in. I lived in the East Village of New York City with my sister and a roommate for about two years. What an amazing gift. We worked, played, partied we lived next door to a club that let us in for free, you know, because of the noise and loved life. It was a dream come true because every kid growing up in the boroughs of New York City wants to live in the city, quote unquote. And I was no different. Thanks to my sister, I did. I'm seven years older than my sister, which means my crowd at that time was younger. The crowd I'd been hanging with before had all moved on to a different life. So in the late winter, early spring of 2001, I made two life-altering decisions. I've heard that worry is a product of not making a decision. Once you make a decision, no more worry. It works. I do it all the time, but I digress because I'm opening up and I don't know you yet. It's like on a first date where you can't tell all, then you drink a bit and all comes out. I have that story too, but that's not for now. Anyway, the first decision was to buy my first apartment, the story of which will be in another, at another time, I'm sure. The second decision was to date anyone that had nerve enough to ask me out. Let me clarify something. I'm a New Yorker for life. I've moved a lot in my time, but New York City is home. That means I've grown up with diverse people around me all my life. But when it came to dating someone to potentially marry, in my mind, he was always black. Now, let's go back to living in New York City with my sister and why I made my decisions. I was tired. Tired of dating, tired of hoping, and mostly tired of feeling like I was waiting for something, anything to happen so my life could start. Ladies, please stop making your girls feel like they have to find someone to be somebody or do something. I was 32 years old. All, yes, all my friends were married. I was making new, younger friends and in constant dialogue with myself to counter messages I'd been getting since my 20s. The questions would come, when are you going to get married? You're not married yet why aren't you married yet? Why aren't you giving those boys a chance? On and on and on. Heaven help little girls that keep getting the message that being married is an accomplishment and if it doesn't happen, something's wrong. It's a beautiful thing, but too many girls feel it's the holy grail and when they find realities on the other side, well, There's a 50% divorce rate, right? So I give my answers (laughs) when I find the right guy. No, I haven't found the right person yet. Well, I just haven't found the right guy. (laughs) I do. Just hasn't been the right one yet. I was tired of making excuses for useless, inane questions that should never have been hurled at me in the first place. Why are women expected to get married and men expected to get jobs? We're expected to work until we're married, then we stay home and raise kids. Don't misunderstand, I'm a wife and mother I fought hard to stay home with my babies when they were young. It's a really hard job. I get it. I also get that it's not for everyone. To thrust that expectation on everyone is insensitive. To make it the holy grail of a girl's life is cruel. Answers I give to myself. In answer to the questions that are often hurled at me. I'm going to get married when I find a man that I'm truly excited to say I'm going to marry, not before. I'm not married yet and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that or with me. I will not marry just any guy that smiles at me. I'm not married yet because I want to marry for life. Not so I can say I was married, but so I can say I am married, and that's where I want to be. If they can't treat me the way I know I should be treated, they don't deserve to be with me. Jumping through hoops for the rest of my life is not an option. I had those dialogues with myself more than I care to recall. Over and over again, I had to deprogram my thinking, my feelings, and counter the insensitive questions that came my way. So I made two decisions in the early spring, late summer of 2001. The first was to buy my own place because I'm a grown woman with a job and waiting for a man to provide me with a mortgage was stupid. I started looking, found a place I fell in love with in Brooklyn, and my sister and I bought it. Not that quickly, but we did that year. The second was to date anyone that asked me out. Why did that have to be a decision? Because up till then, marriage potential men were always black in my mind. So out loud, I said, I'd rather be in love than alone. So I will date with an open mind and heart. Anyone who ventures to ask me out. An intelligent black woman is intimidating to some. I was she. So if a man asked me out, he was at least worth a drink. I must have done a good job of deprogramming because about two weeks later, I went on a pseudo date. That's what I called it. With a 6'3 white guy that I'd worked with for a year. We had a great time and we now have a house, two babies, and a minivan. Deprogram is a bitch. There are so many messages we get along the way that we have to question over and over again so we can get to the person we are truly meant to be. When I talk to my kids, I don't put expectations on them of what they'll do in life. I simply expect them to be great humans. Message delivery is so important when shaping young minds. So love your girls. Allow them to be exactly who they're going to be without the expectation that they need to have a man to be anything. I wrote this back in 2017 when my daughter was about five or six. I knew that on my journey, I had to talk myself out of thinking there was something wrong with me because I wasn't married at a certain age. And I wanted to make sure that I didn't give her that same messaging. Here's the thing. I think that sometimes we don't realize how insensitive and how hard it is to thrust certain expectations on children when we don't even know who they are, we don't know who they're going to be. And instead of allowing ourselves to learn who they're going to be, we simply go with stereotypes and what's been done before. I don't know that your child wants to marry a man. I don't know that my child wants to marry a man. I don't know that your child wants to marry at all. I don't know if my child wants to marry at all. Why is it that we put the expectation of marriage on those children that we see visually look female, but not on those that look male? Or why is it that we think that children who are male but who are gay cannot have the same desire for marriage? I think it's time for us to decide that we're going to allow people to tell us who they are and what they want rather than to tell people what we want from them and what we think and who we think they are. I am a she, I am a married woman to a man. So this story was from my perspective. But when we're picking partners, when people are picking partners, it's up to them to let us know which partners actually work for them. It's also up to them to let us know whether or not they even want a partner. We're not all here to do the same things. We're not all here to fulfill the same life path as others. We're here to fulfill our own life path. So it's time for us to deprogram ourselves into asking children about those things that we expect for ourselves rather than asking them about what they expect for themselves. Sure, they may not know when they're younger and they may have all kinds of ideas and they'll share them with us. But stop asking girls when they're going to get married, if they're going to get married, are they going to have any children, blah, blah, blah. Stop asking those who identify as women these same questions. Stop asking boys what jobs they're going to get, those who identify as male, what jobs they're going to get, which girls they're going to pick, you know. Let's just allow people to be and to explore and to figure out what they want, how they want it, and how they're going to get it. Hey, did you enjoy that episode? If so, please be sure to subscribe, download, rate, review, and share. It would also mean the world to me if you became a patron over at Patreon. The information is in the show notes. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.